Hello everyone and welcome once again to Tuesday Morning Fantasy on Friday night slash Saturday early morning. And what? What's this? <laughs> a new challenger has arrived. An old challenger has arrived. That's right. <laughs> I finally have a fucking host or co-host. Co-host. co-host finally. Alright, so uh, it's late. I'm tired and I want to get through this. So uh, real quickly, set up. We're going to go through the games very quickly. Yes. We're going to basically not even do awards. Nope. Um, but we are going to go through each team during the rankings and actually talk about how shitty or good your team is and what the playoff outlook looks like. So That's it's going to be a little bit more in, uh, in-depth uh, rankings this week. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start right in. Last week, Mitch versus Picorni. And Mitch actually came away with a win. That's surprising. Yeah, it's the, uh, the <laughs> toilet bowl, seventy four sixty eight final score. Um, they both end up end up now with a tied record of three and six. Yeah, Picorni, where's that a uh, late late season push? It's not happening there, buddy. Hey, do not egg him on because <laughs> he saying. will show up in the last week. I'm just saying. Me over. Um, Mitch basically had two players pay for him: Jared Goff and Travis Kelsey. They had twenty plus points. Everyone else below ten. Um, for uh, Nate, no one got above 13. So, sad weeks all around. Moving on. Trucking, trucking, trucking. Doc versus Andrew. Doc gets away with the win here. Um, it was 118 to 101. This was the heavyweight bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there was a lot of punches thrown in this one. It was a really good competitive game. Um, I mean, all the way down to uh, Andrew wanting someone to go cap Deion Lewis in the knee. That's right. I forgot about that. I yeah. mean, hey, if it would have worked, he would have won. Or if, you know, his running backs didn't get six combined points together. Yeah, how are you trotting out the uh, used skeleton of Adrian Peterson on the field? I, I mean, know. it's either Wait, whoa, whoa. it's either two points or, like... 25. 25. I'm speaking from experience. You're here. pretty much rolling the lottery on that one. Yeah. So, going on to the next game, we had Angie versus Peachaz. Uh, somehow. Yeah, I was supposed to lose this game. Yeah... Angie did that thing where she didn't score 100 points, and when she doesn't score 100 points, she doesn't win. <laughs> and it's very clear this time, too. A uh, huge game out of Alvin Kamara for Brandon, um, and also Ryan Fitzpatrick. The Magic was back um, with 23 points. Um, and uh, Patrick Mahomes is really Angie's only big hitter. Um, Todd Gurley only had 13, and everyone else literally got less than 7. It was a, it was a less than stellar game from Todd Gurley. I mean... Yeah, but they also lost the game, so... True. Yeah. Uh, Brett against Delaney. Uh, Brett continues his hot, hot, hot streak, uh, scoring basically over 110 points in the last four weeks in a row. Yeah, I'm terrified of you, Brett. Yeah, Kareem Hunt and James White and Cam Newton and Philip Lindsay and um, Christian McCaffrey is just a fucking scary combination. Oh, and... Also, his Bears defense got 29 points last week. So what the Yeah, fuck? without Khalil Mack. Yeah, without Khalil Mack, exactly. Um, and then uh, for Delaney, uh, he's kind of been trending the wrong way for a while now. Um, he's lost three straight. Um, his team is just kind of... Part of it was like he had the Chargers on a bye, but now it's he's just kind of sliding backwards. Very true. And finally, uh, myself against Nick. Um, this was a game that I had to win. And you lost. And I did. I get. I didn't just lose. I got crushed. 114-83. Matt Ryan went off. Not a big surprise against the Washington Redskins passing-wise. But Brandon Cooks and O.J. Howard both had 17. Um, and then on my side, I had a good days out of some guys. But Kirk Cousins really shit the bed. 
And at least I can take solace in the fact that, you know, when you face me, Kirk Cousins went off. When you face somebody else and need to win, Kirk Cousins sucks dick, so. Yeah. So that was the last six games, which brings our standings to a tie in F is for the fan between Doc and Peaches at six and three. I'm right behind at five and four. Delaney is behind me at four and five, and then Mitch is actually just only behind there at three and six. On M is for the meme, uh, after weeks of Angie on top and being tied with Angie, Brett has surpassed and is now leading his division division at six and three. Angie's at five and four. Andrew four and five, and then Nate and Nick are both at three and six. So we've done that. We got through it all. Yay! Awesome job, everyone. Everyone gives yourself a little pat on the back. We're now about to go into uh, <laughs> ranking mode, and we're about to get really deep into your teams. So let's start. We're gonna get so deep in your teams. Oh, so deep. Because it's nights here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That <laughs> got weird. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> all right, so starting at the bottom, still at the bottom, been at the bottom. Never going to come from the bottom. Nick's Mad Cows. Nick, I feel like you need to like listen to a couple podcasts or something, because I feel like this is every single year. Ooh, wow, shot fired, because that mean, is not true. He won the championship like two years ago. Two years ago or like seven years ago when I wasn't in it? Two years ago when you were in it and you watched him do it to your face. I don't remember this. I mean, that's not my fault you have selective memory. <laughs> hey, I make now, I make the playoffs every year. Just because I lose doesn't mean anything. <laughs> oh my god. I think Brandon's problem is Just call me the Steelers. I, I think I think Nick or what Brandon is really trying to say is that it does seem like Nick is either first or worst. At least um, you're not boats. No, yeah. <laughs> that was bad. Um but uh, who was uh, so Antonio Brown was your keeper, solid pick. He's, mm-hmm. he's done fine. He's had a couple kind of an up and down season for him, but that's just because Pittsburgh's finally spread the ball around. That being mm-hmm. said, Antonio Brown is still a superstar. You have Andrew Luck and Matt, Matt Ryan, both guys who have thrown very very well this year. But um, that's even that's a hard choice between the two, honestly, from a week to week basis. Yeah, I I feel like you kind of missed your chance to trade away one of those guys and get something like specifically in running back because you've been running running backs out of uh basically out of committees mm-hmm. the entire year jordan howard with Tariq cohen matt Breida um has been kind of committee with alfred morris but also kind of injured so that's not necessarily fair to put on you but royce freeman who was supposed to be by himself has actually got surpassed by philip lindsley um, yeah. When she saw that coming, no one, absolutely no one. Everyone thought Royce Freeman was going to um, be the guy. But <laughs> I think I think what we can learn from from Nick from this season is not to draft three defenses in the draft. Yeah, that might you might, might you he might have been able to maybe pick up a James uh, Connor, a, a James Connor, or a another wide receiver who might be able to be somebody, Johnson, someone who could. Uh, who could uh, somebody like Calvin Ridley, who would be available late in the draft and could be someone that you pick up and has potential. Yeah. Um. I I honestly, with three games left, I don't think it's possible for you to make the playoffs. I think you're. Pr- I'm pretty sure you're eliminated. Um, I mean, I if we if every single six and three team lost out. 
See, I don't even know if that works. I don't know. Like, I don't sure, know if that's possible. Like, no, like the math. Sure, the math works out, but I don't think the schedule works out that way. Well, that's what I mean. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's possible. So I think if you're three and six right now, you're you're playing spoiler. Now that being said, clearly they can play spoiler as Nick spoiled my week last week. So that was super fun. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, definitely looking to next year um, for Nick, and he's looking at a. Tied for the worst record, so he's looking at a first round pick, uh, or a first top three pick. Yeah. So maybe it's time to suck for the first pick. No, nah. Cookie Bowl. No, that's a good point. Cookie Bowl is coming. Prepare your anuses. Yeah, prepare your fucking cookies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So pulling up at the nine spot, um, is going to be uh Mitch. Uh, Mitch was last year's uh first year surprise kick us in the teeth while we're down and uh-huh. show us the business um, last year and this year we have responded in kind I mean I don't know who you drafted to be completely honest he, I'm looking at your team and I'm hard pressed to find anyone you should have drafted in the second or third round even well, here. Hey, okay. <laughs> because so, Amari, so, because Amari Cooper wasn't his no. pick. It was your pick, and you dropped him. I had to. I, yeah, exactly. I, I so it wasn't even group. his draft. No, okay. So let's look. We'll go through it. Okay. Jared Goff, I think, was a draft pick. It shouldn't have been top three because quarterbacks no, didn't okay. go until third no, round. I'm not, no, that's what I'm saying is is top, like, the first three rounds. I can't. I'm hard-pressed to find someone. It's A.J. Green. He, it's A.J. Green was, his, <sighs> was the guy. So <sighs> he, I'm pretty sure. And Travis Kelsey. I'm pretty sure Duke Johnson got picked up by somebody else and then got dropped. Taylor Gabriel, no one drafted. Amari yeah. Cooper, I drafted. You dropped. Travis Kelsey, he drafted. Terry Cohen, Cohen, he, he might have drafted. His Rams, keep, well, his keeper was Deshaun Watson, so I don't know yeah. why I would have picked Jared Goff up. Any. Rams, well, I mean, he still could have gotten that back at quarterback. Well, um, yeah. But I know Austin Eckler was a waiver waiver pickup. John Brown was probably a waiver pickup. I know Tyler Lockett was a waiver pickup because mm-hmm. he took it from me. Jared Cook used to be with Nate, if I remember correctly. So this is team waiver. This is, <laughs> waiver this is team claims. Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, so we did... Um, Whenever we did the the car episode, we kind of lambasted uh, Nick or Nick. I'm sorry, Mitch. lambasted Mitch about keeping AJ or keeping Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Instead of, uh, who was the other one? I think he had Antonio Brown, maybe. No. No, that's not right. It was a running back. I think it was a running back. Kareem Hunt. I think he had Kareem Hunt. No. No. Okay. He had it was some good. It was somebody had, who was really good. Player. And you should have kept him. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to it just gloat, gloat about that because Brandon and I are not right about much on this it podcast. Did, it didn't turn out very well no. for you to pick him. I mean, it could have been great, and he sh- he just got off to a very, very, very slow start. Yeah. Well, and you know what the but you know what the problem for him is now. I think looking at this team, who does he keep? Is AJ Green really? I mean, sure. He's getting older, and he's not that productive. AJ Green. Same with Travis Kelsey. I mean, Travis not, Kelsey's very productive for a tight end, but he's getting older. Well, yeah, and it's just who do you keep on this. I mean, I guess Jared Goff, but even I mean, QBs are kind of easy to replace right now. Yeah, the, I mean, the way offenses are, they're like third round picks at this point. Yeah, so like two years ago, it was a first round pick. Maybe if Melvin Gordon like dies on the field Austin Eckler is worth that keeper pick but I mean <laughs> I don't think Melvin Gordon's gonna die on the field anytime I mean I don't want him to I'm just saying <laughs> um you never know Andrew might finally 
pay someone to be a hitman for oh, a game that he Oh, needs. Jesus. Um, but so Deshaun Watson might be the keeper again for him next year just because... Ruh-roh. Just because that's the situation he's in. Um, but it hasn't been pretty. Um, but that's the season, and he's at 3-6, and six, so he's sitting in the same problem that Nick is. So playoffs, he's a spoiler. Pure mm-hmm. spoiler now um, from this point on. And um, finally, bringing up the rear at 3-6, and six, um, it, or I guess bringing up the top, bringing up the front? I don't know. Bringing the opposite, up the front of the ship? The opposite of the caboose. Picorni. Uh, is Picorni also at 3-6. and six. I'm sorry, Picorni. I really thought you were going to, you know, like make a push. It's normally mid-season when you make that push. You have not made that push at I mean, all. You just lost one too many games. And, I mean, he's he's just he's seen the most or the second most amount of points scored against him. That's um, true. Which never helps. But he also didn't score that much. He's not, like, in the top or he's in the lower end of the scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like he was – it's not necessarily pure bad luck, in my opinion. Um, but I also haven't been looking at your games necessarily, so maybe everyone just plays really well against you. I don't know. <laughs> um, but just like um, the dragon in Game of Thrones, um, someone has done thrown that lance into your heart. And you are frozen. And you are now an ice dragon, just like your team says. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott was your keeper. Ezekiel Elliott See, I was, feel, was I, worth the keeper. He's, worth the keeper. But, but I feel like this is fair play because that was freaking... That was a... That was a shit move by Angie last year for dropping him. And you got <laughs> balls-ass lucky for picking him up. You did not deserve that keeper because Angie should have had that choice. Not you. So, I feel like this is turnabout and is fair play. So, Brandon is stating that uh, maybe some fantasy karma is at play here. Yep, the, the gods have spoken. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you can't get everything for nothing. Um, I, it's, you know, looking at... Nick or Nick, I keep saying Nick, and I'm so sorry. Looking at Nate's team, it's kind of hard to understand why his team is not so great. And maybe it's just because there's a lot of really good waiver pickups on here, like guys like Tyler Boyd and Calvin Ridley and Ito Smith. And maybe the whole maybe the thing was that and Sony Michelle, but I think he might have drafted him, but it took a while for Sony Michelle to become relevant. Hey. I think I think maybe what happened was that. You know, Nate didn't pick those guys up until they got good, mm-hmm. and then once they did, they kind of they 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 were still decent enough. They just weren't putting up those big numbers that they were before, yeah. and so you were always a little late to the train. Um, relying on Ezekiel as your only running back is definitely something that hurts you. Um, big Ben finally found his <laughs> found his stroke. But see, Big Ben always does good at home games. It's 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 a thing that. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm almost positive it's a legitimate stat that Big Ben only does good anymore at home games. Um, well, actually, it hasn't been that way this year, though. Really? Yeah, he's actually bucked the trend. Uh, but that being said, it's not all uh, on Nate as a player. Kind of got fucked when Devontae Freeman went on the IR. Yeah, and then, so, then like when Zoo you takes the spoils. Yeah, and then I had Tevin Coleman, which I hey I drafted Tevin Coleman for that reason, exactly. You literally drafted a team of drafted, backups for I, everybody who got injured, and that's that irks me a little bit. To be I dra- I honest. I drafted two guys. Well, when we get to it, I'll explain it. But I drafted two, maybe three guys on purpose to uh-huh. be handcuffs just in case, because I thought, what the hell is the rest of my bench doing anyway? Um, you got so lucky. <laughs> it's 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, some of it was strategy, but I'm going to be like, well, I knew they were going to get injured because that's bullshit. Um, the one thing I will say is that I told, I turned around and I told Nate when Kenyon Drake got drafted by him, I said, you're going to regret that. Oh, yeah, I and know. I think, and I think... I mean, anybody who listens to any sort of, any sort of, like, fantasy news or podcast or anything, everyone was saying about Kenyon Drake how... He hadn't had that sort of workload put on him, especially in college. He was always more of a, you know, running running back by committee, and that's how he got, you know, um, got his workload in. Now, when you put him in that, like, every down back role, he's not going to produce. He's going to get tired. He's going to get injured. That's why they had to bring in Frank Gore in the offseason just to back his ass up. When you have to bring in Frank Gore... To be your fucking nose running back, clearly something's wrong. Yeah. So, Kenyon Drake is the 20th ranked running back, and he was Nate's sixth pick. See, that's I think, no, I don't think, no, I don't I think, think 20, bad. no, I think 20th is, is misrepresenting him. <laughs> yeah, he's had some big Because he's had some crazy big some games. Clunkers. With some real bad ones. <laughs> yeah. No, and I would agree, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, real quick before we move on from Nate. Nate, why did you undercut me by grabbing the Jets defense and now you're not even playing them? I just want to know why he would do that to me. Um, I just want to. I just want to know why you would do that. Uh, you know, so, I wanted the Jets defense too. I mean, I'm glad I didn't get them because now I found out that. Sam Darnold was injured, and that is... Oh, gonna, is he really? Yeah, and so that's going to be a real... And that's probably actually what happened with Nate. Nate grabbed him, and then mm. he's like, oh, this is yeah. going to... Because, like, there's one point where you're like, hey, the defense is playing a shitty offense, but it's like, well, how often are they going to be on the field? And, yeah. So, uh, Nate is definitely playing spoiler at 3-6, and six, um, and he's got a really prime uh, spoiler to be in the last week of the season against me, who will probably be needing a win to... <laughs> Make the playoffs either divisionally or wild card, mm. so I'm sure that will be something Nate is looking forward to, and something that's going to make me piss my pants. Uh, so we've covered the ten, nine, and eight. Moving on to uh, our seventh ranked uh, team here. I have actually done rankings ahead of time, so give me just a second to uh, take a gander at the points scored. Um, and it's pretty clear who the seventh ranked team is. It's the four and five. Brandon's scared because he thinks I'm going to put his division leading team at seven. Hey, just because my team is division leading does not mean jack shit right now. But it does mean, when we're so close to playoff time, it does give you a boost. Um, It's Andrew uh, and his Josh Gordon themed team. Um, So David Johnson uh, was his keeper. Wow, just. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's uh It's not your fault, Andrew. I know you might cry sometimes in Colorado in your bed in Colorado, but it's not your fault. Remember it's not your fault and uh-huh. maybe maybe they have a better def- offensive coordinator now. Mm-hmm. Um at least they got rid of that old guy and he can't hurt you anymore. Okay. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so But Drew Brees on fire. Um, it's been great for you at quarterback. Adrian Peterson has been... Well, let's look at Adrian Peterson here. I'm pretty sure he's been... Wow, okay, so I thought Adrian Peterson was, like, 
flip-flopping between like hot game, cold game, hot game. He went 25, 24, 3, 9, 9, 24, 2. Mm-hmm. So he's really only had three really big games. Um, and the rest have been basically flex level, I would say. Um, but that Drew Brees-Michael Thomas combination has been deadly. Um, Josh Gordon being traded to New England is the best thing that ever happened to Josh Gordon, fantasy-wise. <laughs> um, not the greatest thing that's ever happened to everyone else, NFL-wise. Um the uh, Rob his Gronkowski has been oh he's been bad yeah. so bad I wonder what, what he, did he draft him at really high I'm sure let me look third, third oh, uh, no, I'm sorry third round third round third pick I was about to say I know I made it sound like he was the third pick and I know he wasn't because I was the third pick <laughs> um <laughs> that'd be stupid wow is that right I might I I hope I'm reading this right so Gronk has been bad and has been out of the game. But the tight end position is so terrible that Gronk has still been able to put up the ninth most amount of points from tight end. Wow. And he's... It's just been rough. It's just... I mean, he had one big week, 16 points the first week of the season, and after that it's been... Um, Alshon Jeff... That's the kind of thing is... At least looking at his at uh, Andrew's team, you drafted a lot... Drafted a lot of... Um, Draft, he drafted a lot of uh, players that were on IR. Like, he had Mark Ingram, and, I mean, Gronk is always going to be close to that. Alshon Jeffrey. And I think you just waited too long to get going. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, and, Alshon Jeffrey, when when did he draft Alshon? I mean, he got... I mean, because yeah, he was so, injured for, yeah. what, the first couple weeks? Yeah, I mean, he got him in the ninth. Yeah, that's all So, like, I mean, he got him, like, with the value, but the problem was that he had so many guys. He had... Mark Ingram was suspended. Alshon Jeffrey was hurt. Gronk is always a question mark. Um, and at some point, uh, I know Doug Baldwin... I think Doug Baldwin went down before the season even started. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you directly, Andrew. I'm pretty sure I told you this. David Johnson is part of a shit team now. <laughs> David Johnson isn't going to be putting up the numbers that he used to. I'm assuming he was his keeper, correct? I'm almost positive. Okay. It won't be that way again, I don't it, think. I don't think it'll be that way again it'll either be because Thomas. David Johnson is a good player. However, to be the Alvin Kamara, to be the Saquon Barkley, honestly, Saquon, I don't even know how he still does it on a shit team. To be, you know, that player, you have to be on a decent running offense. David Johnson is on a tire fire. <laughs> So he's not going to get, you know, the good passes that he used to get out of Carson Palmer. He's not going to get the the decent play calls like he used to. It's, that's really what's hurting him right now is his running back situation with a keeper that is underperforming. Adrian Peterson. <laughs> cannot believe I'm saying Adrian <laughs> Peterson. And it is, what, what year is it, Zoo? 2018. Wow, we're still saying AP's name. All day. All day or day. But, uh, <laughs> All decade. Yeah, so I think that's really what's hurting you. Um, I mean, other than that, you really don't have that unsolid of a team. Josh Gordon has been, ever since, he went, ever since he's gone to New England, has been very good. Michael Thomas is, is one I of the best receivers out I, there because he just doesn't drop a ball. Yeah, well, I think, you're, I think Andrew's on the outside looking in going forward. Be, just because for, for one reason – because Drew Brees and the Michael Thomas are the only two players that he can count on week in, week out. Mm-hmm. 
Everyone else is clearly boomer bust. Clearly. Every week. Every week. How? I thought Josh Gordon was somewhat consistent. Not really. I mean, he's they're still like slowly working him into the offense. I mean, yeah, fours. So yeah. he's got some four. He's got some duds, and every time he kind of gets like saved by like a last second touchdown or a touchdown, he just like grabs over somebody's head. Yeah. And it's almost like for a second there, they forget they're guarding Josh Gordon. I'm not saying not they forget they're guarding. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. like, but like I. I'm not trying to take anything from Josh Gordon. It's just like, like the there was the one against the Colts. Like mm-hmm. Tom Brady just threw that ball up there because it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. And then Josh Gordon was like, oh. "I'll get it." <laughs> well, yeah. And the cornerbacks were like, "Dude." <laughs> so you know, I just, and I feel kind of this is the way that I I don't feel like I can nail down a lot of our, uh, le- or a lot of our teams in this league strategies, but I really feel like most of the time Andrew's team is, seems to always be a boomer bust type. Team, I feel like almost mm. feel like that's Andrew's kind of player. Like he's just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go for that high upside every time instead of going for something with a solid floor. Yeah. And maybe and maybe that's wrong. Maybe you just keep getting unlucky with the guys you pick. But I kind of feel like that's your, that's the way you like to roll, which is fine. It's, I don't like to roll with that because I don't like squirming in my seat every Sunday. <laughs> uh, so at number six, um, is let's see, is it actually um, the other Nathan? Mr. Delaney, um, it looks. It's you. That or looks, you. Um, yeah, it is. So at number six, um, it is uh the Danger Noodles, Delaney's Danger Noodles. Um, started off hot, um, and uh, now he's <laughs> fallen behind as he's lost four in a row, I believe. If I've, uh, I lost it. Melvin Gordon's his keeper, right? Melvin Gordon was his keeper. Yeah, and great keeper. Great he's been grand. he's been so good. He's been going off this year. So um, good. I think something that that Nathan is really regretting is is drafting that Aaron Rodgers higher in the draft. Um, well, so I mean, he, he would he wouldn't be. He doesn't. Aaron Rodgers no longer has the team around him to support a high ceiling. Well, okay. he still has a very high floor. He's not going to just crap the bed. Yeah, but. The days of, like, 30, 35-point games are gone. He doesn't have Jordy Nelson. Randall Cobb ain't shit. Devontae Adams, I'm pretty sure, is injured every other day. And who's their running back? Aaron, Aaron Adam, fucktard. It's Aaron Jones, but he was suspended, and yeah. Mike McCarthy doesn't know how to use him. Exactly, so, so he's terrible. <laughs> Mike McCarthy needs to be fired. Yeah, and uh-huh. then they got rid of their, like, halfway decent wide receiver running back because he fumbled the ball. Okay, Ty Montgomery was never good. He was decent. That's, no, he come was on. decent. All right, I don't want to argue about this right now. I want to talk about, to talk about Delaney's team. Um, Zach Ertz, complete, obviously solid uh, tight end pick. Yep. One of the few t- solid tight end picks available. I was not a fan of the Jarvis Landry pick, just because Landry was on Cleveland and the Cleveland seems well. It's, a Cleveland was Cleveland, and I felt like they were going to have a quarterback change midseason, which they not, did not as early wow. as they did. Yeah, but. And um, I didn't actually think their offensive coordinator would get fired when he did either. <laughs> and so. the head coach. Yeah. So, but that being said, uh, DeAndre Hopkins has been extremely solid for you at, um, at the as the number two guy. Um, Alex Collins has kind of gotten fucked over by uh, Buck. Buck Allen. Does. Buck Allen started slowing down, though. He did. But at the beginning of the year, which is, you know, every win is important in fantasy football. Um, and then you have you also have Philip Rivers who uh, who's been killing it. Now, I'm about to make a prediction here. 
Every year, Bold. I feel like hot take. I feel like hot take. Philip Rivers is only hot for half the season. Call him Skip Bullinger. It's always eight weeks. He's good for eight to nine weeks, and we everyone talks about Philip Rivers MVP. And at the end of the season, we're like, can we believe we thought Philip Rivers was the MVP? Week number eight is this week for him. Game number eight is this week. This is going to be his last game. And then the rest of the season, he's going to be trash. He's going to throw three interceptions. It's going to be a freaking tire fire. Put it down. In stone. It's going to happen. Hot take. Hot take. Yeah, hot take. (laughs) (laughs) No one cares about Philip Rivers in this league. but right. Um, the one last thing I want to say about, or the one last thing as far as roster goes, I want to say about Delaney is he. Re- I feel I feel like he got fucked whenever Jimmy Garoppolo went down. He doesn't have Jimmy G, but he had Marquise Goodwin, and I was all up about Marquise Goodwin, and I even talked to him about trading him. And then Delaney thought he'd be cute and be like, "Hey, you want Marquise now that uh, uh, <laughs> Garoppolo is down?" And I said, "No, fuck you. Uh, get the hell out of here." I mean, he um, still has a crazy good wide receiving core. Also, he picked up Dez. Dez finally got signed. Uh, and then Dez tore his Achilles. Dez I mean, I'm sure he didn't drop anybody good for him, but still. Yeah, I mean, that still burns. Um, to me, when I look at your team, your team is built, uh, although Bill's defense, sneaky good. Bill's um, defense is really good. Uh, apparently not so good fantasy-wise, though. Um, but I mean, they're only they're only not great because their offense is so bad that they yeah. leave their defense on the field just to get completely worn down. Like I mean, if yeah. if their offense could do anything, their defense would be worth a lot more. So here's the deal with uh, Nate's team: uh, he gets a solid points out of Aaron Rodgers. Um, as long as Melvin Gordon's healthy, he gets a crazy good day out of Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get a crazy good day out of Hopkins. Zach Ertz is going to be solid for a tight end. Depending on the week, he's going to put up wide receiver into like numbers. Yeah. But some weeks, he might just put up like six or four, which is points are good. Especially for a tight end. Yeah, especially for a tight end. But it's not going to get enough to carry your team, and I'm just not high enough on the rest of his players on the on the basically the bench guys. Yeah. Now Alex Collins is like trending up, and everything, but I'm just not high enough on the rest of those guys, that I think it'll be able to support him, especially when he's sitting at four and five, mm-hmm. and he's got three guys above him in the division. Yeah. You're all, you need to make obviously you just need to have a couple good breaks over these next three weeks, two weeks. I keep forgetting. Three. Three. It's this yeah. one. It's this one and two more. So the next three weeks. So you're not out of it. I just don't think the chances are high. I, yeah. I just I, looking at your team. I feel like Eric Ebron has been a revelation, but really, he's only been that way because he gets a touchdown like a a game. Without that touchdown a game, he's shit. He's thirty. He's three points, thirty yards. Yeah. Of worth of offense. I'm curious about that exactly. Let's see. Let's see how many. So one game. He, so against New England, he had two touchdowns and he had over a hundred yards. Let's see. He's got one, two, three, four, five games where he's got fifty or less yards. Oh, six games with fifty or less yards. Damn. And then of those five or six, um, uh, sorry, of those six, he has five touchdowns. <laughs> so. Jeez. I mean, obviously, we just talked about how Zach Ertz can sometimes get that, and so it's—I mm-hmm. don't think it's quite the same. But um, the touchdowns, touchdowns are known to be fluky. So, True. It, although with the Colts 
offense being the way it is, it's maybe not as fluky as they do tend to target tight ends in the red zone. Yeah. So, uh, I, unfortunately for, I feel like that Dez pickup was really good for Nate, you know, because he needed something to solidify, like take, you know, take like a flyer out on like yeah. on somebody to boost your team up. But then, but then he, he got injured. So he, yeah, I kept kind of fucked. Got really fucked there. Okay. Um, um, so we got five teams left. Um, I th- give me just a second here, cause I. Yes, I have the worst record out of the however many of us. But you have the strongest team. But I also just. Ah, uh, you can go ahead and say me. No, nah, no, you're up higher. It, the number five is Doc. Is, I like Doc's team like going forward, but I keep saying that, and he keeps not scoring points. <laughs> is is that? Yeah, he's at eight forty six. Did he draft Kittle? Oh uh, yes, he did. That was a great fucking draft. I wanted. God damn it! I wanted him so bad. Yeah. Okay. So he has Adam Thielen, which is a god this year. Like he was great. I remember having Adam Thielen last year. <laughs> I remember the good times. However. He's turned into a god this year. He has not had a game where he's had less than 100 yards. Every single game this year, he's had 100 yards or more plus touchdowns. Except for the last one. It finally got broken. Really? Yeah, it finally got broken. Except for last game. That's insane. Which was a weird one. That's freaking insane. He is wide receiver number one. (laughs) All right, so I was really worried, y'all. I drafted to Stephon Diggs, mm-hmm. and whenever the time was coming to draft, I was sitting there, I was like, do I want Stephon Diggs or do I want Adam Thielen? Do I want Stephon Diggs? You want Adam Thielen. I was really afraid that I was going to look at the draft and see that I wanted, or I ended up drafting Stephon Diggs before Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. I did not. Doc took Thielen before I could take him. Oh my god. So I didn't make that mistake. I'm not going to lie, I'm a really big Diggs fan, so I probably still would have picked Diggs, and then I yeah. would feel really fucking stupid. So thank you, Doc, for saving my, from wanting to bash my head into the wall, because I've been searching for a number one wide receiver all fucking year. Yeah. But we can get to that when we get to that. Uh, Joe Mixon, when he's been on the field, has been great. Has been absolutely great, ever since they got rid of, uh... What's his name? Uh, do you even know? No, not, no, not uh, Who was the other guy? guy. Well, you know who we're talking about. Yeah, the other <laughs> so, guy. The yeah. other running back in Cincinnati. Ever since yeah. they got rid of him, it's been the Joe Mixon show, and Joe Mixon has had a lot of work thrown his yeah. way. Dog's wide receivers are so good. He's got Julio Jones. Yep. We already mentioned Thielen. Yep. Uh, he had Golden Tate. Yep. Um, which, to be, with Philadelphia, is yet to be seen exactly what that is. But with Matthew Stafford, a struggling Matthew Stafford. True. But he was Golden see, Tate was still putting up the numbers. Well, see, the thing is, though, in the Detroit system, Golden Tate was number one. Yeah. That's not going to happen in Philadelphia. And we all know how... What's his fucking name? We all know how the Philadelphia coach loves to spread around the ball. Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. Aguilar last year mm-hmm. had some great games. There were also other games where he was non-existent. That's why no one fucking picked him up. Alshon Jeffrey. Nate, I think Tate is different from Aguilar. Well, I know, but what I'm saying is is you're plugging him into a system that already has established wide receivers and a tight end like Ertz. He's not going to be the number one that he was on the Lions. All right, I'll get... Yes, you're right. The targets aren't there. I'll give you that. Because the Lions were basically sharing across three guys and sometimes a running back. They didn't even use a tight end. Yeah. Um... 
quarterback play is a little shaky for uh, Mr. Doc. He's got Russell Wilson, who's finally kind of figured it out, and Matthew Stafford, who was doing okay at the beginning of the year and has turned into a pumpkin. Why? I don't know. I didn't think their line was bad, and then they played the Vikings and gave up 10 sacks. So Uh. maybe their line has been actually sneaky terrible, and just nobody knew about it. Um... The the one the one thing that I I, I think Doc's team is really solid like all the way around mm-hmm. as a starting lineup. I just I've never liked his bench. I haven't liked his bench all year, and I'm gonna continue to harp on that. <laughs> that. I just the bench. There is no depth on your bench when people are on buys. You have to play a questionable Chris Carson as his flex. Yeah. And I mean Chris Carson's probably not gonna play today. Um, Sterling Shepard is on your bench. I mean he's next to useless. Michael Crabtree is on his bench. I um, honestly picked up Michael Crabtree because he brought me so much luck in the previous years. However, what do you, okay, what do you where do you think Michael Crabtree is ranked? I would say in the low twenties, probably high thirties. Thirty ninth. Really? He's almost forties. He's um, had only a couple good games, correct? He always playing with Baltimore and Joe Crapo. Yeah. Um, the well, one thing now, so. Hot take on Baltimore. How do you trot out Lamar Jackson with a straight face and, like, say to yourself, oh, we're totally going to pass the ball when we have Lamar Jackson in the game? <laughs> like, if you trot out Lamar Jackson, you know you're going to run the ball with the quarterback. Yeah, they need to. What's just, the point? They need to pass it with Lamar Jackson. I know, it's just funny. I Fun think it's hilarious. fact. By the way, everyone, you all know about that league that has the mediocre players, the teams that are get points for being bad. Correct. Joe Crapo is the number two quarterback in the league. Damn. Who's number Straight one? Straight up. Uh, it is Sam Darnold. Really? Because Josh Allen and Nathan Peterman, who have been on my team the entire year, um, have not been playing every game. <laughs> have they been playing every game? Nathan Peterman would definitely be... Jesus Christ, Nathan Peterman. But that being said... Uh, Sam Darnold also has the record for the uh, biggest game mm-hmm. at 67 points in one week when he had a three interception and just terrible, terrible week. <laughs> uh, back to Doc's team. Um, listen, this team, it, it's, it's tied for the division right now. And, it and, also, and, it's, and, he, and he's top, I think he's top five in points or it can close be good to it. And it can be bad. And he drafted, or and he kept Le'Veon Bell. Honestly, and, God. I mean, that's not that's not his fault. Like I'm not actually. I think he drafted Le'Veon Bill. No, that's not right. No, he no, kept, kept Le'Veon Bell and drafted Julio Jones. Um, I mean, he didn't know that Le'Veon Bell was going to do. No, this no one knew Le'Veon Bell was going to be out this week. Most people thought he was going to be out for two weeks, and like that was going to be it. Yeah, I thought that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was like, well, whatever. And so this this team would be a lot scarier if Le'Veon Bell was back, but it's not. So he's really a non-factor. That being said, his team is still pretty good. It's just not as good and. Even though I really like this team in general, I think the points have showed that he does not deserve to be at 6-3 and three right oh, now. No. But that's just the way um, it's crumbled this year for him. So that's the number... I think that's the number five? Yeah, number four. Um, and number four, who do we go? Well, we have to go to Angie. Angie is top three in points scored. Um, and finally lost the division, and she's, but she's sliding the wrong way. Definitely sliding the wrong way. Yeah, I don't know how I beat you last week. You got lucky. That's really that's I have, I I have no idea. 
Patrick Mahomes. She, I don't even, when did she draft him? Got so goddamn lucky on that. And not so much like 13th, 13th round. 13th round. No one knew Patrick Mahomes was going to do what Patrick Mahomes did. And he is now the number one quarterback. She also has the number one running back in Todd Gurley. Now, that was a keeper. So Yeah. Like, we all knew Todd Gurley was going to do great. Yeah. And she got OBJ. Um, and Odell looked terrible at the beginning of the season. But he turned it around. Mm-hmm. Oh, but wait. She also has Tyreek Hill with Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek Hill is the number three wide receiver. <laughs> so this team is just full of firepower. One thing I can say going forward from week to week for uh, for Angie is, guess what? You no longer have to guess between Emmanuel Sanders and Darius <laughs> Thomas who to start because they're not on the same fucking team anymore. So you can go ahead and start both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, sweet, sweet relief. <laughs> no longer will you be game day decisions. Oh, I don't know. What am I going to do? Nope. Start them both. It'll be great. Um, It'll be great. <laughs> I, just, I mean, it's it's sad to see that classic Angie thing uh, break up, but that's the that's the way life is, you know. Just kind of moves forward. Um, <laughs> the she drafted Lashawn McCoy. I don't think anybody knew how bad the Bills def- like McCoy had legal issues, yeah. and that was the reason people were like, I don't feel like drafting him. It wasn't like, oh, this offense is going to be so terribly bad. That LaShawn McCoy is going to be 46th. I mean, in honestly, backs. I had my reservations. and I did. Yeah, but come I, on. Well, I was a bit. Because last year, Shady did very well for me. That's why I didn't take a flyer out on him. I was like, you know what? I don't. I don't really trust this. The, le- the legal thing is what really kind of pushed me over the edge. So it was. Yeah. Well, and so her backup running back, or not her backup running back, right back two is not so great. It's Frank Gore. Um, who's ranked 37th. Uh, he's had some good weeks, but it's not something you can be like, I feel good about Todd I feel Gurl. good about this. Like, but who cares when Todd Gurley scores enough for two running backs? Yeah. So uh, this is a high-powered team that when it hits its stride is really, really hard to beat. Like, basically, when Patrick Mahomes and Todd Gurley go off together, which also means Tyreek Hill gets to go off, mm-hmm. that's like 30 points between three players. And that... So basically, whenever... When she has a good week, she's impossible to beat. Yeah. Basically, you know, if she's if she has like a dud, obviously when people have duds, they're beatable. But like if she just like has a week where Mahomes does really well, or not even really well, just mediocrely well. Yeah. The rest of her, Tyree Kill gets part of that, and then if Todd Gurley gets part of that, I mean that's like sixty points between three players, and that's just that's really hard to beat. And then she also has OBJ. Who sometimes shows up. And sometimes, but uh, like it's been more consistent the last well, couple weeks. Like, it was really just like bad. Saquon Barkley. I mean, it's it's more of a. It was a really victim bad. of the team rather than yeah. a, oh he's doing bad. Yeah. So going forward, honestly, I think going forward, I'm seeing her in the playoffs. I think I think it's maybe look here. Let me look at the Kansas City schedule. They get Arizona, then they get the Rams by week. Rams is going to be difficult for them. Yeah. Um, but they get Arizona next week. Yeah. Or this week, I'm sorry. Get Arizona this week. They're on a bye. So here's the thing. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this. Angie loses her best players in the last week of the season. Why? Todd Gurley, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill are all on bye on week 12. She has to, and she's one game behind right now in the division. 
she may need to be in a spot where she has to win to get in the playoffs, and, and she'll, she'll be, be without and she'll be without Patrick Mahomes, That's Todd wild. Gurley, and Tyreek Hill. That might keep her out of the playoffs. That being said, if that keeps her out of the playoffs, that is my cookie bowl favorite right there. Like I, I think oh, that's yeah. like the rest of the season they faced Oakland, Baltimore, um, which is not so great. Uh, then the Chargers, I almost said Clippers, Seattle, that's... and Oakland. Um, I guess Oakland doesn't count though because we're not doing the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's actually not that great to end the season, but Oakland twice is always nice. But yeah, that last week. So basically, if I'm if I'm Angie C, I'm like, I have to win these next two games. Oh, yeah. Have to win these next two games to make it close. And you, and you have to hope for a couple lucky losses, too. Well, I don't think she has to hope for that. It's just to... She, I think... I, well, I, because she's she's going for a wild card. Brett's not going to... Brett has a powerhouse of a team right now. So she's... Yeah, hope, but she's So got, she's hoping for that wild card spot. Yeah, but... I mean, so she's going to have to hope Brett for... Brett is just as able to... You know, should have dud that down as much as anyone else. Now, obviously, whenever Christian McCaffrey gets 31 points, it's a lot harder to dud when one player <laughs> gets 30 points. But that doesn't mean the rest of his team can't have a bad week. Yeah. And he's done it before. And I'm not... It's just not a boom-bust kind of team. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying that I don't... She just needs to set herself up because you're right. It the that last week is gonna be bad, bad, bad. All right. Bad, 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 bad. At number three, um, is I who finally am not the leading scorer in the league. I finally got surpassed by uh, <laughs> Brett um, in points scored. Thanks a lot, Kirk Cousins. Uh, I'm starting Baker Mayfield this week. I actually picked him up weeks ago because I really wanted that Baker versus Atlanta defense matchup, and oh I God. did not want to get screwed out of that <laughs> because I thought I was because I'm in a really bad spot this week as it is my bye week where I've lost my Minnesota players, um, which would be Kirk Cousins and Stephon Diggs and my also my uh, <clears throat> excuse me my tight end who I hmm, okay did not know that well now you guys know. Kyle Rudolph is currently available on the waivers. Fuck. <laughs> Hold on. So I dropped Jordan Reed, right? I offered a trade for you. <laughs> and you told me that Kyle Rudolph was all perfectly fine. You're like, oh, totally, I want Jordan Reed. Now. It was a necessity thing. Uh-huh. I didn't do it I didn't do it to be a dick. Like it was Jordan Reed is playing the the Tampa Bay or yeah, Jordan Reed is playing the Tampa Bay. Yeah, and he has Captain Checkdown throwing to him. That's why yeah. I got rid of him. I was tired of that shit. But against Tampa Bay, hella I also, only need to who, I, I who only dropped Jack Doyle. That was at the beginning of the season, wasn't it? No, because I picked him up and I'm fucking have him I have not looked back. <laughs> oh. We not, oh, we haven't talked. About, it's like we haven't talked about your team yet. Oh, we haven't talked about your team yet. Okay, my bad. No, sir. We will. We'll get to that when we do. All right. So, uh, Kirk Cousins has been up and down for me. He's been really good and really bad. So, Quan Barkley. I hate you. I love my first round draft pick so very very much. Um, but you know what I love even more. James Conner. My, let's see. Uh, fifteenth round, draft pick. Mr. Connor. Now he is currently under concussion protocol. Scary, but um, when I picked him up, it was just kind of a. I made sure I picked him up. I felt it might have been even a little early on him because I wanted to have those first two weeks. I was like, you know what? 
Le'Veon Bell is probably not playing the first week and may not even be in football shape by the second week. So I'm going to get two weeks with a with the Pittsburgh running back. And mm-hmm. I want that. I want to have that if I can. And then after that, I just move on and get lucky. And then I got really lucky and Le'Veon Bell never came back. And yeah. he's been the third best running back and been a very important part of my offense. Um, wide receiver, I've got Juju Smith-Schuster. He's been good. I've got Cooper Cup, who's been great, except I haven't been playing him when he's been great. And then whenever I finally realized, oh, Cooper Cup is really fucking good, mm-hmm. he got a concussion, and then he had that Achilles or the knee thing, and so I've finally been able to put him in my lineup, and I can finally benefit from that. Ty- Kyle Rudolph was my tight end. Kyle Rudolph has been shit. Mm. For the record. Uh, okay. Sorry. Kyle Rudolph, I think, is a top 10 toward a tight end, if, they, if you look at the rankings. I think he actually is a top 10 tight end. Yeah. However... It's been four points every time. Four points every time. I guess I love consistency. Question mark. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's really infuriating to watch. Just watch it, especially whenever it's like, oh, Stephon Diggs got injured last week, so that mm-hmm. means he's not going to play, which means maybe more targets go to Kyle Rudolph. Nope. Fuck you, Fuck Kirk that. Cousins. Yep. Uh, Aaron Jones has finally been freed in Green Bay. He was suspended. I picked him up because I thought, hey, he was really good last year for me. Mm-hmm. When he got off the, I think it was the state, the injury list at the time. Finally came back. He was really, really good. He was electrifying. I was like, hey, this guy could be a pretty good support staff for me. Came back. Every time he gets the ball, he does awesome. Mike McCarthy's like, you know what? You do so good with the ball, I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> Fuck Mark McCarthy. Yeah, right. Um, and my defense, I've been fucking flipping defenses all year. Um, but I finally got the Texans defense, and they're ranked third. And I feel pretty good about that. I'm sorry, I'm going player by player here. Uh, and I don't mean to. Uh, running backs are my strong suit. I think that's pretty obvious. My keeper was Fournette. You have running he's backs been, for days. He's been a letdown, but that's okay. That's why I drafted Saquon. <laughs> because I was like, Fournette could get injured. I need someone who's going to be pretty solid. I also have Tevin Coleman, who has been... Up and down, but solid, and especially since Devontae Freeman, he's been worth a lot more than I thought he would be. True. Um, and I have Kenny Galladay, at wide receiver, to help me out with the wide receivers. Um, and he's he's a okay flex, depending on the matchup. Mm-hmm. He was better before. I don't know what's going on in Detroit. It's kind of a weird situation. So basically, my team is RB, RB1s. <laughs> like, I have basically have like three, two and a half RB1s, and then a shit ton of RB2, <laughs> or wide receiver twos. <laughs> like, that's my team. And if I could get more consistent quarterback play, I feel like I would have a better record. I'm happy with the record. I'm just with better. the with the amount of points I score or have scored in the past, it feels like I should be up more. True. But that's fantasy football for you. And I mean, it would have been awesome to have Leonard Fournette healthy the whole year because then, like, that was my whole point. Like, I just wanted to have three running backs so I could just be like, don't even worry about flex, just running back, running back, running back, and just yeah. go. Um. And I was so close to living that dream. Yeah, and, so far. But Fournette's coming back. I'm not playing him against Indianapolis. I don't think they're going to let him go full blast. So I'm just going to have to wait on that one. Um, that being said, that is my team. Number two team, Peaches. Leading the division, or tied for leading the division. He scored yeah. more points than – he hasn't scored more points than me. He's not part of the exclusive 900 club. Um, but, um, uh, but he is tied for the, the division, and I am chasing him. And for that, 
I am putting him above me. <laughs> um, he had to wait a little bit for Kirsten Wentz to come around, but once he did, he's actually not that great for some reason. Let's, he's okay. Let me he's see. Not, well, since he's not he, as good as I wanted him to be. I mean, he's been around 18 points the whole year. He had one that was at 11. The rest have been 19-20. That's better than Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has been a lot more buried. Um, Calvin Mara. Or Calvin Mara. Calvin Kamara. <laughs> Alvin Kamara. It's been great. Um, they had that one bad week when Mark Ingram first came back. Um, and I think that triggered. was more of a... Slow it down for him. Yeah, kind of just he ta- he had taken over so much of the workload that we they needed to give him a break, and I understand that now. And um, you know, I'm a lot more chill about it. But that week, I about lost my goddamn shit because he had I think like two three points, and I was like, "What's happening? What's going on? Oh my god!" <laughs> right, so I don't know if maybe this guy's is a bye week, but and I don't want to sound like a dick here. How are you six and three? Like no fucking joke. Like you have Kamara, big power guy. Carryon Johnson only recently started putting up big points. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen has been a pain in your ass all fucking Keenan year. Keenan Allen has been somewhat around ten all year, somewhere around there. He scored above ten three times this year. No, that's what I mean. He's been around ten all year. Six, two, six, nine, yeah. ten, seven, fourteen, sixteen. Yeah. Not so he's like a less he's less consistent, you know, he he's my new he's like Keenan Allen is my new uh Oh my god. Fuck, what's his name? Big Dick uh Big Dick Decker. Big yeah. Big Dick Decker. So uh he's my new Eric Decker. Yeah. He's gonna get drafted every year uh, until he retires. <laughs> and then you also have T Y who's been fighting injury. So yeah. that doesn't help. I mean if he stayed healthy he'd be doing amazing. And then you got Marvin Jones, you picked up Mar let's find out. Transactions. Uh, drafted by Nick, and then Nick dropped him, and then you added him in, on October 25th. When did he draft him? Uh, I think it was like 8th. Uh, ninth round. I'm fine with that. He's been <laughs> tied in going forward. Um, Redskins Z's been solid, at least against the run. A little sketchy in other areas. So, I mean... I don't know. You you talk, because I look at your team, and I'm, I'm like, I don't feel like anything is super great. Like, I mean, like, it's solid. Like, I'm not trying to, I'm not, like, well, see, shitting and, on you. It's just, like, I just don't. And that's also why I feel I get team? to, I get to the, I get to the playoffs every year. Because I have a, I have a team. I mean, maybe your team's just balanced. What's, I'm trying maybe, to think maybe. of a team that is in baseball. They consistently do well every year, but when they get to the fucking playoffs, they get bitch slapped back into reality because their team just can't put up big numbered games. Well, you sound like the Detroit Tigers. Oakland A's. So, I'm playing Moneyball here. (laughs) Essentially, I'm playing Moneyball for football. My team team is like the statistic whores (laughs) that are going to get you the points and get you the wins. On average. All right, I'm about to shoot some fire across your bow here. So, I didn't realize that the money ball meant spending a sixth round draft pick on a defense that oh, has, that has oh, been we're going there. So, okay, so bad. Yeah, who expected the fucking Jags defense to be this bad? They lost nobody until Dante Fowler when they traded him away. They had lost 
No one. No one had quit. No one had retired. Nothing. So I think what we found out about Jacksonville this year is actually a good offense creates a good defense. But you have so many good players on that defense. So let's let's have some fun at Brandon's expense here. So this is the 18th ranked defense. Fuck you. For the record. And here <laughs> are their point totals from week one on. 13, 4, 8, 11, 2, negative 1, 3, and 7. Yeah, there's a reason why I haven't started them in the last four <laughs> weeks. I had to go pick up another defense. I just kind of left them on my... I'm leaving them on my bench until... They're in timeout. They're, they're in timeout until they show me they can play well. Maybe maybe it starts happening that when Fournette gets back. Maybe the entire Jaguars team was built around Leonard Fournette. All right. So I'm going to say something here. And once I say it, once I speak it into existence, it's the opposite is going to happen. I'm going to look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway because this is how I feel. Out of the teams that are currently in a playoff spot, I feel you are the one that has the most chance to fall out of the playoff spot. Yeah. I, I, that's what I feel. Now, now, that, now that I've said that, you're welcome. You have now secured a playoff spot because the universe hates me. Number Woo! one, and also coincidentally the highest scoring team in the league, is Brett's Pizza's It's Oh, oh So Spicy. Oh my god. Uh, he's won four games in a row. Pretty sure, and I'm gonna check it because it's kind of ridiculous. I don't know who he lost to. I well, I, that's not the thing. I he had a really bad weeks to begin. Like he scored 80 points week one. He scored yeah. When he loses, okay yeah, I covered this last week. When he loses, it's whenever he scores less than 90. <laughs> Every time, if he doesn't score less than 90, he scores 100 and wins. Holy God, that's scary. He has one, two, three, 31. He has six six weeks where he scored over a hundred points, Jesus. and those are those six wins. Oh God, this is the this is the team. He scored over a hundred and ten points one two three four five 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 times, five times. Yeah, um, yeah. This guy, fuck it. He put up one hundred and eleven points when this, the Bills went negative two. This guy fucks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy fucks. Brett fucks everybody. I just want you to know, Brett fucks. This is uh, this is your this is your season to lose here, Brett. So yeah. Uh, so have fun losing it. Yeah. Uh. For, so okay. There's 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 labeling people boom and bust, and I feel like when you there's like boom boom w- boom when you boom six of the nine games. <laughs> I don't think that's called being boom or bust. I think the three games you had you didn't boom were flukes. Were just flukes. Yeah, exactly. This team is so. This team is. So fucking good, and like it's kind of weird because I sit here and I like it's like how did we let him draft all these guys? But some of these guys he just got lucky on. I mean, like, if we were honest, Cam Newton, Cam Newton, luck had he's playing like the MVP Cam Newton. Yeah, no one seriously, thought that like happen. I mean, I thought Cam Newton. I mean, I made fun of Brett for getting him because he's been very anti Cam mm-hmm. in the in the past. Now that being said, I still thought Cam was gonna be good. I didn't think he was gonna be this good. But he's been really, really good. I thought Christian McCaffrey was going to be good. I thought Kareem Hunt was going to be good. Kareem Hunt was his keeper, I do believe. I'm, I can't remember. Yeah. Now, this is where he the luck kind of starts to get in. James White. Philip Lindsay. Philip, God, fuck. I mean, I think that was a waiver pickup. Let me check. What's up? It was a waiver pickup. So he lost that first week on purpose so he could pick up Lindsay. You piece of shit. <laughs> you motherfucker. 
Um, Larry Fitzgerald, he picked up, or he didn't pick up, he drafted, but hasn't been any good. Hold on. And we lo- Andy lost, is... hang on, Andy lost Will Ferrell to the injury, and it still doesn't fucking matter because he had Robert Woods, who's been on that electrifying Rams offense. He got Trey Burton, who I was kind of high on, um, and I guess he's been okay. He's, he's seventh, but I think for tight ends, it's kind of whatever. Is that but he got that ba- But he got that Bears defense that is, or is a killer. Is that the secret to winning your, your fantasy? League. Losing the first week. Losing so can, the first so you week can so that. you can pick up the guy that wasn't showing off in preseason so you couldn't draft him, mm-hmm. but shows up week one. Is that is that the play? Purposefully losing week one so that you have the top waiver spot. No. <laughs> I, don't think so. like, I, I mean, I'd rather have that win right now. <laughs> I see where I'm sitting, where, where I'm sitting. Um, so... Here's the thing about his team. His team is extremely solid. The The bench can help out. He's benching but, but, Larry but, Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald sucks. I know. But Larry Fitzgerald st- is the 53rd best wide receiver. It's because it's who he has throwing. Well, I know. I know I know it's him. You know, I just there. I feel like there's some dead weight on your bench. Now, that being said, some of these guys aren't dead weight. It's just kind of... Some of the guys on your bench are literally boom and bust. Mm-hmm. But oh wow! You can just sit with your. Brett lineup. didn't even draft him. Flurry? Did someone drop him? Nick. Nick drafted him twenty ninth. Oh, overall. that's right. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Ouch. Well, I think that explains Nick's season. It's just he's had to drop all these underperforming guys. Hold on, is Nick the one who still had? Dude, now okay. Yeah. So here's the deal. I'm. So, I think, yeah. So, he's going to lose Kareem Hunt, and he's going to lose Robert Woods in the last week of the season. I think he's going to have the division secured by then. So, it ain't going to fucking matter. And then, it's going to be turn-up time in the playoffs. This is the team to beat. He doesn't need a... This is the thing. Actually, I think Brett has created the Brett-proof lineup. Or, team. Yeah. Brett You don't even have to choose. Fuck up this lineup. It's yeah, impossible. Yeah, like, because you don't even have I think, to choose. I think the only way you can fuck this up is flipping your flex. If by flipping Philip Lindsay and James White instead. And that is the only way. Because Christian McCaffrey and Kareem Hunt are never moving. Neither is Cam. Ever. Well, yeah, obviously. Especially for Andy Dalton. Yeah. And Bears defense, set it and forget it. Easy as hell. Literally, you just play James White and Philip Lindsay off bait based off of the team they're playing against. And even in that case, Philip Lindsay's kind of... I think Philip Lindsay's kind of been on the downtrend. Nope. I mean, he had eight points last week, but nope, he's still been solid. He's been the same. I'm wrong. White Lightning in Denver. Apparently, he does really well at Denver. Well, let's find out. Let's see. Is he like Ben? Uh, no. I mean, I'm not going to say no, but he had 15 and 16 points um, away. So, yeah. nope. It's not a... It's not an away thing, home thing. He's just good, in general. He's just good. Um, yeah, congratulations to uh, to Brett for earning the number one spot, and now everyone knowing your secret that you are the scariest motherfucker in this league, and we now expect you all to expect you to win. Um, your team is stout. Um, it's also cursed now. <laughs> cursed to lose. Yeah, Brandon did put that juju on you. No, so just for reference, have the juju. just for just for the record, um, I was in front of Brett by like ten or twenty points last week, and he shot right past me. Now he's up in front of me by thirty. 
Um, and also, at the same time, so, Brett has been blessed by the gods via via Cam Newton, Kareem Hunt, Christian McGraffrey. He's also been blessed on the other side with only seeing 800 points being scored against him, which is the third lowest. So he's scoring the most. And seeing seeing close to the least. A winning combination for Mr. Brett Davis. Or anyone. (laughs) Including you, who sees the fifth amount, (laughs) scored the fifth most points, but seeing the least amount at 744, (laughs) which is the lowest by 60. (laughs) So, fuck you, good sir. I guess guess we know why I'm 6-3 right now. Alright, I look forward to seeing you guys yell at me about being too mean at your teams or not being mean enough at somebody else's. Um, And we will talk on Sunday in the chat. Go Colts!